the fuck is that guy? I make my own moves, yeah, I'm boss. All weak bitches, please proceed to the exit. Is there no one else? Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? We are not for the weak. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Not For The Week podcast. It's your boy, James. It is your boy, Jay. And we're back at it again. Ooh. Just finished up a gnarly CrossFit-inspired workout. Jeremy out here getting, getting lean. Not really, guys. Trying to, though. I think. I don't know yet. We'll see where it goes. It's been a good day. It has, it's been a productive Outside day. of the, the, what were they, the strawberry shortcake Things that you ate this morning. What did you, you eat you this re- morning? You dude? really turned the whole day around, dude. I did, you guys. I burned those off for sure. First round burned off. What do we do? And then you had Subway, so like. But I had healthy. You fresh, bro. I did. I That's ate, what I'm saying. Like you, you, you could have, you made some healthier choices. Oh, right, before we get too far into this, I wanted to give a big shout out to uh, the girl at Subway for being uh, absolutely terrible at her job and sucking. Thank you for. Having the world's worst attitude <laughs> in the world. Literally, I, I didn't even like, oh man. It's one thing to not like your job, and then it's another thing to make it visibly like obvious that you don't like your job. Yeah, to like verbally express like frustration too, like in your place of work is like pretty unprofessional. Like, I was like, oh, I'm just getting one sandwich, and she was like, <laughs> One sandwich. She's like six or twelve inch, and I was like, or six or foot long, and I was like, foot long, of course. Who gets a six inch? I said six, a uh, foot long. Seriously. And she's like, <sighs> and I'm like, wow, dude, <laughs> holy shit! Like, I'm sorry that you didn't eat strawberry shortcakes like me, but I'm sorry that this is your job. I'm sorry, but it is your job. Yeah. So be the best at it, even if you don't like it, and you plan on like not working there forever. Be the best at it today. Shout out to her gold chain that she was wearing. Though. Was she wearing a gold chain? She was, dude. When she leaned over and was like, I need this pen. I saw the gold the gold chain dangle. Hey, she had a Jesus piece, huh? She did. She didn't even believe She bling blinged it up in this bitch. Yeah, she was bling bling. Bling 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 bling. But before we get too far into the episode, you guys know what to do. Tell a friend. Rate the podcast. Subscribe to it. Why are we doing it? Also, go on notfortheweek.com. Pick up a huge track shirt, a hybrid world tour shirt, and a ton of other merch that we have on the site. It really helps support us. And if you guys fucks with us, then you'll fucks with everything that is on the site. So go do that right now as soon as you hear this episode on in like two weeks. Well, finish the episode and then do it. Finish this episode and then after be like, wow, that episode was so good. I'm going to go online and support not the fucking com. podcast. They're going to say that. Too. They're going to say the fucking Sorry podcast. Sorry for doing that. Yeah, that was disgusting. I know. Sorry. I, I don't care. Um, yeah. Support the podcast. It helps it grow. Yes. It nurtures the podcast. Yes. You're falling asleep right now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of hybrid world tour... Mooney just finished his bodybuilding. So that's your second stop. Two two of six done. Two of six done. And your next one is what? Cross fat. Cross fat. Hence why we dabbled in that area. We dabbled. We dipped our toes in the CrossFit pond. Mooney cannonballed and finished before everyone, of course, with his athletic superiority. I would like to attribute that to how I train. On a regular basis. I would like a, to attribute my time to how, how you I don't train. do cardio. <laughs> my lack of cardio. <laughs> also lack of training these days. But it's so really cross- just adding volume into your training. Like Oh yeah. Well yeah. and the problem is is like supersets and volume. It's like like when I'm done, like I'm done. Like with like I'm never like I used to push past like the point of being like fuck. But now I'm like eh, I'm done, I think. Yeah. I'm gonna move on. Because I'll get, like, bored or something. I think the biggest thing that's helped is, like, a lot of people, and like, they'll do each exercise individually. Mm-hmm. Like, no supersets, rest periods, and whatnot. Like, like they stay the same. And, like, yeah, that, that serves a purpose. But, like, what I do a lot is I'll do, like, my main movements by themselves. And then I'll superset all my accessory work mm-hmm. to 
A, get a little bit more of a sweat going, get a little bit more of a pump going, but also it helps with your cardiovascular and building up work capacity. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're just doing the same, like four sets of 10 or three sets of 10, finish that exercise, move on to the next exercise, like you're getting, yeah, you're, 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 it's better than not being there, but like, there's better ways to maximize your time and also improve work capacity. Cause in the end, the higher your work capacity, the stronger, leaner, etc., cetera, mm-hmm. you'll end up getting. And I feel like a lot of people, they fall into the trap of, Oh, like I need, and I've done it before. Like I did it when I first got into powerlifting is I, I fell into the trap of like, Oh, I need to lift the most possible weight this set. So I can't risk tiring myself out with other stuff. Like, mm-hmm. But it's like, I got. I it doesn't matter, things. you know. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you, let's say you did a superset with like incline press and something else, like incline press and a fly. Let's say for chest, you were doing that. Or what I like doing is a is a chest back, like a incline press, dumbbell press, and then like a lat pull down mm-hmm. or a seated row or some shit. Yeah, you, you do a lot of push pull. <laughs> and yeah, the first set might be a little rough and the second set you may not be able to hit the same weight for the same amount of reps and when that happens i either go less reps same weight or i just drop the weight a little bit and yeah in the grand scheme of things i could hit higher weights with the dumbbell incline press by itself if Mm -hmm. i'd just done it by itself but i'm taxing the body overall more so than that additional you know 100 pounds mm-hmm. of volume you know what i mean let's say because let's say i had to drop from 90 to 80 and i'm doing a set of, a set of 10 so i drop from 90 to 80 so i'm losing 100 pounds of volume because 10 pounds for 10 reps mm-hmm. 100 pounds 100 pounds of volume but i'm improved i'm 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 exponentially increasing my heart rate mm-hmm. and i'm working a different set of muscles you know so my rest period is shortened and so i'm actually getting more of a tax on the body than that 100 pounds would have given yeah me. you know what that I mean? makes a lot more sense too <laughs> i've I, always found that like bodybuilding based or bodybuilding style of workouts have always been a lot harder for me and i've always felt more doing stuff like that than doing like powerlifting like strength blocks and stuff like that you know yeah I mean? because even with strength blocks like in your first couple of weeks of like if you're prepping for a meet you know how They'll throw like a little bit of volume in there, but it's never like anything crazy. And then like after those weeks, you're done. And then it's like you're at your sixes, and then you're at, you're like fucking fours or fives or whatever. And then yeah. you go down to like your threes and twos. But, but bodybuilding is yeah. way different. Well, th- that's why you need to have a mixture of the two. Like I feel like to be truly effective, because mm-hmm. uh, as if you if you don't have a high work capacity or if you don't constantly work on your work capacity, then you get to that you know, those heavy, heavy weights Mm -hmm. and the recovery is not necessarily there. Like you can't recover between sets as much and you end up noticing it quite Mm -hmm. a bit. Well, yeah, look at the workout today. Like I can work out just fine, but when you put me in like a setting where I need to do like five exercises for rounds, I can't, well, I mean, I can't, I did it. You did it, but but it wasn't as good as it could. I finished. Yeah. With tons of breaks and wheezing and fucking, well, that's just like how, how it goes. Like, you know, like I don't train for CrossFit, but I train high work capacity yeah. through my other stuff. So like when I did, I did Murph on Monday mm-hmm. and Murph is a mile run, hundred pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 squats, another mile run with a 20 pound vest. And I don't train for that. Like I, I didn't run at all for like the last month. Mm-hmm. I did like stair stepper and some elliptical and sled. You've done a lot of sled pushing. And I didn't do any sled work in the last 12 weeks. Oh really? No. Oh shit. Um, so I didn't do any of that type of stuff, but my work capacity was so high from all the high mm-hmm. volume and, and like supersets and shit that I actually did really well at that. Even outside of the fact that I didn't train for that, even if I did train for that, I did really well. Like I think I did like a 38, which is pretty good. But, um, like, I didn't train for that at all, but I had such a high work capacity that my, 
I was able to accomplish it. And yeah. I think a lot of people mistake that. Like they think, oh, I just because I work out in the gym, like that it transfers over. It's like the only way it will transfer over is if you're improving overall conditioning. You know what I mean? When you go into when you go into like a, a CrossFit based workout, or you go into like something like Murph or something where there's like rounds of shit that you have to do and accomplish. How do you attack that? Like what I mean is like, do you think about like every rep that you're doing or do you think like, fuck, like I have to do 200 pushups or do you just do it and you're, and you don't think about right now my body has to go through this. You and just kind of do it. I would, so the, the biggest issue with that is like when you break up sets, mm-hmm. like personally, like, like the workout we did today, it was like eight exercises. We did like 10 of everything mm-hmm. except for like, we did like a 500 meter row as part of that, the 30 caliber bike. But everything else was like 10 reps. And it was like eight exercises and we did five rounds of it. So like breaking it up like into those 10 rounds, like don't like, like one of the exercises was the D ball cleans, mm-hmm. right? So we did a hundred pound D ball clean um, over the shoulder. But like, if you think about it in terms of one rep at a time on that and like you get done with like five and then you take a break, it's way harder to get started Mm -hmm. as opposed to just pushing through and finishing that round and then taking your, a slight rest in between exercises, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's the biggest thing is like I would do an exercise and I it didn't matter how shitty it was. I wouldn't stop during the exercise. It didn't matter if I don't go as fast, but I'm not stopping. Because mm-hmm. once I stop, you have to like restart yourself. And mm-hmm. it's like mentally taxing. And I think a lot of people, you know, they like, oh, I'm tired. But it's like controlling your breathing and, and taking your breaths at like natural spots mm-hmm. as opposed to doing two reps, break, three reps, break. You know, constantly breaking your breathing pattern up. Yeah, because you're breaking your breathing breathing pattern up, and then you're also prolonging the mm-hmm. set. Like, even though you're not doing the exercise, you're taking like a break between reps. You're prolonging how long that set takes, and so that makes sense because I did a lot today. Yeah, and so it just lot. makes the workout that much longer. Mm-hmm. Like, if you drag out a set of ten for like two and a half minutes. Like you've just taken two and a half minutes to complete that set, and I probably could have shittily completed it. You in could like have, a minute you could have just half. kept continually mm-hmm. moving and knocked it out in like a minute and a half. But you dragged it out for that extra minute, which is a mental barrier for you. Because that's the biggest thing about all that type of stuff. Like your body is capable of so much more than you give it credit for. Mm-hmm. Like your mind shuts off before your body is. You know, your mind's like, oh, this sucks. Yeah. A lot of it is, is like really thinking hard. you can't yeah. do it or thinking you're done. Or defeating yourself before you're even there. Like, mm-hmm. like, damn. Like, even just how you look at it, like 500 meters on the rower. Fuck, that's a long time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or if you just look at it as, that's going to take me two minutes. Two minutes of work. Do two minutes of work. Boom. Knock it out. Boom. That sucked. But I'm done with it. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, it's like a snowball effect of like, oh, knock that out. Now I only have seven exercises left. I'm almost there, you know? Like the worst part of that, that whole circuit that we did was like the bike. Yeah. We did 30 cal on 30 cal on the assault bike. That's every uh, round. Dude. I wish I had and, 20. Yeah, but like we did 30 because mm-hmm. fucking savage. But like that was the worst part for the whole mm-hmm. thing. Like honestly, that was, that was terrible. That was the worst part. So as soon as like I would get that over with that, I'd be like, boom, this this round's over. Even though I had like four more things. Mm-hmm. It was like that was mentally like I'm almost done with this round. And it's like keeping that mental positivity going. So then like every round you just restart and you're like, okay, new round. Yeah. Like with I I mean like like uh every exercise, so like you get done with like in round one, you get done with the first exercise, then you move on to the next. Like, cool, new round. Just yeah. fucking crush it. Okay. Yeah. If you, if you, I mean, if you think about it, it's it's the same thing as like goals. Like yeah. if you look at it, like, oh, I want to lose a hundred pounds. Like, damn, that's a big ass fucking number. Mm-hmm. Like, it's way easy to get overwhelmed with that. Same thing. Like, dude, five rounds. 
have to do 30 calories each. That's 150 calories on the bike. Like, damn, that's a lot of fucking calories. It's going to take me, you know, 15, 20 minutes. Like, damn, like mentally that's going to fuck you. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you think of it like, oh, it's one round, 30 calories. Knock that out. That'll take me, you mm-hmm. know, two and a half, three minutes. But if you think about like the the big aspect of it, it's the same thing with goals. Like you can talk yourself out of it, be like, oh man, that seems so insurmountable. But it's 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 really not. It's just how you choose to look at it. Like, yeah, you could look at it as, oh man, I have a hundred pounds to lose, or you could look at it like, if I lose, you know, twenty five pounds, if I, I, lose, yeah, if, I pounds. if I lose, you know, twenty five pounds in the next three months, or even if I lose, you know. If I just lose two pounds this a week, mm-hmm. by the end of the year, I'm going to be past my goal. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if you look at it like, I have to lose 100 pounds this year, like, damn, that sounds a lot. That sounds like a lot. Mm-hmm. I think I mean? a lot of it has to do, too, with, like, a plan of attack. And a lot of people will, will like, just attack. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, people will be like, they see it, and they're like, I'm going to go, I'm going to walk through the minefield blindfolded yeah. and not even look for where the mines are instead of saying okay in order to get across the field i need to know where everything's at and where i need to cross to get to the end well i think know? a lot of that is too like it's a lot of talk mm-hmm. like most people are just talk i i, I they use their they, spark of motivation they, they, they use it like oh i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this but it's always i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this it's nothing like this is how i'm gonna do that mm-hmm. or this is what's gonna happen to cause me to do that or this is how i'm going to reach that goal like mm-hmm. it, and that is honestly my biggest fucking pet peeve is when i hear people talk and they talk and especially on social media like i'll see the same people talking about the same goals mm-hmm. that they were talking about last year but they've made zero progress towards mm-hmm. it and it's always like oh back on track back on it's like yeah. You should never have gotten off fucking track in the first place. And if you did, you should have solved that a long time ago. Like Or just pick up. Just take just pick take, up and take the fucking accountability and figure out why you are falling off track and what you can do to get back on track and what you can do to accomplish that goal. Instead of just constantly going on social media and be like, This is what I'm gonna do, this is this is what I want to accomplish. Like, cool. All right. You said that. Now what are you going to fucking do? Mm-hmm. Like don't tell me how you want to, you know, lose this much weight or you want to compete at this show. Fucking make some steps and make some progress to do it cuz I I want you to do it too. Mm-hmm. But, you know what? I'm sick of hearing you fucking talk about it. Mm-hmm. I want to see you actually fucking do it. Well, and or make like, progress towards doing it. Yeah. And that's like something that I I've been like probably doing the most of the past fuck dude, I don't know. Last couple months, uh, maybe like two or three months or something like that. Not too long of a time, but like the the biggest thing that I've done is like had that mental switch to like just start like doing shit and like actually fill my days being productive and like doing productive things that are going to help me in the long run get to like the end goal of stuff that I want to do. You know what I mean? Like knowing like, okay, if I do this right now or I just get this out of the way or I make this call or I go pay this, like all this shit that I'm doing is going to help me get here and I'm just going to fucking do it. But I don't really talk a ton about anything that I do except for I just say I'm busy because, uh, because people do talk so much, you know, and I'm almost, I almost feel like I'm too busy doing shit to talk about how much shit I'm doing. If that makes sense. Yeah. I, I, I mean, there's a, there's a balance. Like there's a balance between, you know, talking about your goals and like, you know, relaying it to people yeah. for accountability mm-hmm. and relaying it to people so you can kind of like inspire other people. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a spot where it becomes like, okay, now you're talking too much about your goals and you're not actually making any progress. Yeah. Like you're 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 creating the sense of, oh man, I'm I'm accomplishing all this shit. Mm-hmm. But you're not actually making any progress. You're just making other people think that you're doing it by constantly bringing it up. Mm-hmm. But like I mean and that works for the most for the the majority of people just kind of scrolling through their feed and they see it like mm-hmm. oh okay he's talking about that he's gonna do that like but like if I constantly see your shit I can pick I'm I'm pretty good at picking up like oh this is bullshit like well, especially if you know them personally like yeah. if if you knew that I wasn't actually doing anything but yeah. like then you see on Instagram that I'm like doing all this shit yeah. Like, you're not doing that dude no so it's like dude I saw you yesterday yeah. and you were eating a fucking double double. 
But you're talking about, oh, I'm going, I'm dropping all this weight. I'm working on my fucking fitness and shit. You're like, dude, no, you're not. I saw you skip the gym and go to In and Out. What the fuck? But like you're on, in, but you're that. on, but you're on like Instagram story, like, oh man, grinding fam. Like, <laughs> a salad in the background. <laughs> yeah, like meal prep. What are you gonna do? Just prepped all my food. But no, what no one sees is to the right of them in the passenger seat is crumpled like, up In and Out wrappers, <laughs> <laughs> empty milkshake cup. You're Strawberry. Like, you're like filming it. You're like, oh shit, got to refilm. Like Dude, delete. <laughs> you know what's funny is, I, so I've I've done that before. I haven't talked about like dieting and had like fast food next to me, but I've I've had garbage in my car like anyone. And there's been times when I'm talking about something fitness related or going to the gym, and I'll be talking, and in the background you'll see like a McDonald's wrapper <laughs> or like a, a Taco Bell, and I'm like, delete, change angles, or I'm like. I'm just going to clean my car so it looks like I'm clean and neat. Because there's nothing worse than saying, yeah, I've been having really good workouts. And you're like, oh, yeah, dude, those fucking Whoppers been helping you or what? The pre-workout meal with some Whoppers? That's Not that there's say. anything fucking wrong with that. I mean, if you're, yeah, you're going to do that, like, fucking, but own it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, don't don't put out this persona. Like, practice what you're preaching. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you're going to go out there and you're going to tell people, Hey fam, like accomplish your goals. Like I'm living the dream. I'm doing all this shit. Be fucking make. Be making progress. Yeah. Like don't be out there just like, oh man, woke up at two. Like you're like have all this shit saved on your phone. Like a bunch of fucking like motivational things and like mm-hmm. throwing it up. Like hey, like living the dream. And, but you're waking up at like two p.m. and you're fucking spending all day mm-hmm. on the Instagram like not doing shit. Like <laughs> fucking making progress. Make progress. Yeah. Like, like real recognize real. Like if you're putting out some bullshit, like and you're just like like constantly talking about all this shit, but you're not actually doing any mm-hmm. actions, like people can people are gonna see that shit. Yeah. And if they don't see it, they will eventually. You know? They will see it. Oh, dude, there's, oh man, there's you'll you'll reveal yourself eventually. You can only yeah. carry on that facade for so long. Well, and like what happens if you what happens if someone who's like sees your fucking motivational videos or motivate like whatever the fuck you do on Instagram happens when you run into someone who's like man how are you doing and they see you're not they look, doing, you look, sh- look like, you look shit. like shit or you're in a hell of fucking bad mood or like something you know what i mean yeah. like you get caught off guard and then they're like uh what happened to you owning a bugatti dude where's your bugatti <laughs> pull up in a fucking uh prelude or something preludes are kind of sick actually a Honda, a Honda, Honda, Honda accent hey bro chill hey, i used to drive one bro i used to own one too we had the same one Yours was right. Yours was cool. Yours was nicer than mine, though. Yours was like the. Mine had a pretty fat dent in like the back. Of I know, but I think yours was like the upgraded version. Mine oh, was yeah. like the base, base. Bomber. Yours was manual, huh? Yeah, mine was mine was automatic, automatic gang. Autom. Not enough people know how to drive manuals now, though. Like I feel oh. like, like I'm I'm glad that I know how to drive a manual. Like I can hop in yeah, any vehicle there is, and I can drive that shit. Dude, I sucked for a long time at driving manual. Like, and I drove. I drove manual a lot. Like, I drove a lot of sticks, and I just was like, dude, why can't I fucking get this down? And then one day, randomly, it clicked, and I was like, oh, I, I just, everything makes sense. I just know how to drive yeah. stick now. I remember Practice. I, when I got a job as a valet, like, they're what like, that, that, was one of the, that was one of the questions. They're like, do you know how to drive a manual? And I was like, you're goddamn right I do. As, you're like, have you seen my Hyundai? Have you seen that Hyundai? That Top of the it. line back in the 04? That's, I think mine was a 04 too. Or mine's a 02, I think. I think that car cost me like $9,000. That's crazy. Because it had nothing, it had nothing power in it at all. For 9Gs? Yeah. Back in the day, 9Gs was hard to make. My car payment was like $100. <laughs> pretty dope, dude. I wish my fucking car I was so was stoked when I didn't have a car payment anymore. Oh, I bet. Like I paid that off in like 08, maybe. Oh, that's not bad. Maybe oh nine. And I had like a four year, five year. Oh, I yeah, guess that's a pretty typical yeah. car. But I paid it off and I was like, fuck yeah, no car payment. <laughs> New car, higher payment, yeah, five years. That was like the worst thing about like getting when I when I got rid of the Hyundai. Like honestly, I'm cheap enough and I don't care that much mm-hmm. that I would still drive it if it if it ran. Like if it never shit on me, I would still drive. Like fifteen years old way too fucking big for that car like mr incredible is fuck in yeah, that little car that's how i felt driving mine dude was but yours I would, was a hatch too right yeah and i would two-door hatch i would still drive that i felt like a goofball driving that and thing. people would probably roast the shit out of me but i'd be like you know what 
it works. You know, you'd be like, you know what? I host a fucking podcast. <laughs> Fuck you. But that would be the thing. I'd like roll up in that and people would be like. Dude, I remember. It'd like, be so embarrassing. I remember taking like chicks on like dates in that car and be like, ooh, I feel kind of shitty pulling up in this car right now. Yeah, I remember like going to the gym. Like I remember just driving around in mine and, and uh, fuck, dude, I just like trying to listen to music and like feeling so uncool. Like listening to the hardest rap, and I pull up in that thing. Just bumping. And like as soon as I pull up, I'm like rolling my windows up. I'm like, sorry guys, I'm turning my music down. Now that I have the Xterra, I'm just like, dude, fuck you. I listen yeah. whatever I want. I feel all cool and shit. Tinted ass windows. It's so funny because like when I first got that back in like '04, like I think I was like a, I was a senior. I was a senior in high school, right? So like and like a couple of my friends had cars, but like a few of my friends, like closest friends, didn't have cars. And so, like, I was like, oh, man, we're going, we're just going to cruise in this. Like, you know, uh, my girlfriend at the time put in, like, a a, a stereo mm-hmm. for me. Um, so I didn't have the fucking bullshit tape deck anymore. Oh, yeah. And I was, just, right. cru- I was just cruising around in it. We'd be bumping. And it actually had a decent sound system, like, stock. And we'd just be cruising. And, like, I look back at that, like, Really? You were cruising in a 04 Hyundai accent? Oh, like a red, like a bright red Hyundai accent? Like you were cruising downtown thinking, oh, like a like a skinny white dude with glasses, <laughs> like bumping some fucking like uh chameleonaire and shit. Like thinking I'm bags. thinking you're hard. Like me and my boy Dom would just be cruising. Like Nah, dude. If I looked, if I saw somebody doing that now, I'd be like, "What the fuck are you doing, dude?" They're all young Mooney, dude. Dude, you still had that car? Way too much, way too much gel in the hair too. Like way too much gel. Dude, I used to all the fucking gel. I used to put so much gel in my hair that it just like looked like my hair was super wet all the time. Oh, hundred percent. That was that was how you knew it was enough gel at the time. <laughs> I was like, okay, it looks like I just got out of the shower. We good to go. I know. Fam. I was like. Perfect. <laughs> Little do I know it looks Say less. Like, say less, but it looks like I just got done putting my head in a fucking pool. Bro, I remember because I had like the, the big ass thing of like LA what is that LA LA looks or whatever? Like the the gel. Mm-hmm. I think it was like LA looks or some shit. Oh yeah, LA looks. Yeah. And I'd just be like, like hella, like full palm full. And you're like, and just be like this. And, like, oh, dude. and then Comb it and then yeah. splatter yep. it a little in the front, and I'd be like, and I was also pale as fuck, like, like white like this wall. And when you put that much gel in my hair, it looks black. It looks like this table, so it makes me look even more pale. You just look like your. And then I got these glasses, and I'm way too fucking skinny. And I was just like, Chrissy and I were actually looking at old like eighth grade, seventh eighth grade photos. I was just like, dude, I would, I would, I would like, I'd pick on that dude super hard. (laughs) (laughs) I would bully the shit out of that dude. When I was in like seventh or eighth grade, I used to always wear like the tightest Hollister like polos. Oh, that was the look. Like between, like I was stuck in between like this weird, because like in sixth grade, I was like a goth kid. So I'd wear like all black everything and like. Uh, studded bracelets oh, and hot like, topics. Yeah, hot topic. I, yeah, I, I actually even had a pair of like Slipknot fingerless gloves I'd wear, oh, and like I wore like Empire hoodies, the all black with like the furry hood, and like a fox beanie with like. Dude, I was pimping. Mister Steel, your girl, right? There. I was Mister Steel, your your girl, and you were leaner too. Like, a, well, I mean, yeah, I was still. I, oh yeah, because I I was like on the verge of hitting my growth spurt. Yeah, but like then I would also skateboard. But then like seventh eighth grade, it was like this weird like. Started playing sports, hit a growth, started working out. You got to wear Hollister if you're playing like, sports. I was in between like skateboarding and playing sports. I was like, how the fuck do I dress? Do I wear the van skinny jeans with the globe shoes and then I wear a polo? And then on or Tuesday, I wear, I wear the Hot Topic outfit. Yeah. I'm like, or do I wear like the Etni shirt with the beanie and then I wear like some more van skinny jeans? Dude, the amount. Or do I wear the boot cut jeans? Dude, I never wore skinny skinny jeans were not in when I was like in middle school. It was all the baggy, baggy jeans, right? And like that, limp that, biscuit jeans. Like the limp biscuit jeans and skate shoes. That was how you knew you were cool. That was like the in thing. Or at least that's what I thought. I thought that was the in thing. I, it probably was. So, yeah. So like 
massively baggy jeans and skate shoes. I'm young, so like the in thing was like the like when you started wearing baggy skinny jeans. So like tight, like hanging off your ass, but hugging the thigh and the calves. And like, calves. like everyone in like checkered belts, dude. Oh yeah, if the you checkered had, belts. Like, a I checkered remember that belt was a big thing. And like ripped the jeans that were skinny but also hung off your ass crack and like a 3XL shirt when you wear a medium. People were like that dude fucks. Like, that dude's a mumble rapper dude, right there. That dude big time fucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I was just like, I was like super, eighth grade year, I was like mega douche. I was like football jersey every day. Oh. Like, dude, school spirit. I, rolled pff, up, obviously. Oh, bro. Yeah, rolled up, bro. I had like our colors and like chains and like, like the Mardi Gras beads. Like our colors were like uh, orange and orange and purple, like the Vikings. And so, uh, Yeah. <laughs> We were the orange and purple. The guys are grizzlies. Okay, that's what we were. Orange and purple. Orange and purple. That is a god. Or yellow and purple. Oh, I was gonna say orange and purple, bro. That's a, that's a disgusting. That's color. a disgusting. Yeah, the yellow wasn't, but like our jerseys were cool. So I'd always wear my jerseys with like, like black, like Russell. Even Lafayette on shorts. non-game day. No. Okay. But you best believe you that, uh, or you best believe that I always wore anything that had to do with sports. Okay. Like I always wore like our football hoodies or like. Football, this or fucking wrestling hoodies. We yeah. weren't actually allowed to wear our wrestling hoodies outside of practice and in meets huh. because they weren't technically like ours. They like recycled them. Ew. Yeah. And so, but I I would steal, and I like <laughs> stole mine, and I just kept it in my bag. And then like game day, I would just like put it or like meet day, I would just like put my hoodie on and wear it through school. And then anytime I'd see like my coach, I'd like take it off. It <laughs> sounds like so much work. It was, but I was like, you need to know that I wrestle. They need to know. I know. I used to be so stoked back in high school when I was like, when it was like game day and you could wear your jersey. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. I'm going to look extra fresh today. Like roll up the sleeves because like, I had no arms, but like rolled up the sleeves. And then like sure. you always knew like whose chick like was whose because like they wear, wear your the away jersey. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's uh, the quarterback's girlfriend. Oh. And then you're like, yeah, fuck him. She's hot or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, man. And then, like, I, if you didn't have a girl wearing your jersey or hoodie, then you're, like, a total loser. Bum. I actually wish I had my high school jerseys, but I, like, the year after I graduated, I gave it to a, a chick to wear for, like, the powder puff game. Mm-hmm. Bitch never returned those fucking jerseys, dude. <laughs> She's like, fuck you and your jerseys. <laughs> she still has my fucking jerseys. She probably still wears them. I don't fucking know. I'm going to go back for, like, a reunion. I'm going to be like, hey, where's my fucking jerseys? You're like... She's like, oh, I don't have those anymore. I threw them away. I was You're like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Ten years. We're going to have to fucking fight. Ten, yeah, you've already been to your 10-year reunion. Huh? I didn't have a 10-year reunion because our class president dropped the fucking ball. What a fucking So, yeah, we ass. didn't have a 10-year reunion. But my 15-year reunion is like two, two years. Next bad. year. Next yeah. year. Jesus. Old as fuck, dude. 15 years since you've been in high school. Dude. Yeah, 2020 is my 15 years. Four years for me. Well, shit, dude. Way to way to make me feel old. Well, it'll be five soon. So now you graduated 10 I years. Think that, do they do a 15 year reunion? Is that a just, thing? I think they just do 10 and 20. And they just I feel do like every it, 10 years until like everyone do, dies. I feel like they do 15. Maybe. They're like, you guys were all losers. At the I should years, comment so. on the fucking Facebook page and be like, hey, are we doing a 15? Because we might as well start planning it now since you guys suck at that shit. They just let you plan it. I, w- I wanted to plan it. That would have been sick. Me and Dom were going to plan it. That would have been super sick. But I think Dom and I, our, my boy Dom, for people listening are like, who the fuck is Dom? But Jeremy knows Dom. Dom's but, um He's actually a black belt in jiu-jitsu. And he's got some sweet dance moves. Yeah. He fucks. Heavily. 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 But yeah, uh, we actually... Decided after the tenure didn't happen that we were gonna plan the next one. So, yeah, maybe you should look into that. Then. I should. You know what though? Like Facebook's around. Like you don't really need a reunion anymore. Well, yeah, because I see that shit on. Like, oh, everyone's fucking pregnant and has kids. You're like, oh, Jeremy's sharing memes again. <laughs> Nothing new. What's new with Jeremy? Oh, he's sharing. Oh, he's sharing from that meme page now. Oh, he's from. He's doing he's upgraded. memes now. Okay. <laughs> he's upgraded his meme game. <laughs> meme game monthly. So that's good to know. Well, plus we. I live in a small town, so my tenure will be stupid because I well, see, see them everybody the every yeah. day, and every time it's, dude, I see you on Instagram. How's life? I'm like, 
Well, you see me on Instagram. So you know how life's going. You watch my Instagram story? No. Okay, (laughs) we'll start watching that because that'll tell you everything. So I'm not going to answer your question because I already answered it in my Instagram story. If you want to go look at that, even reply. Send me a heart or something. That's great. Dude, I was watching uh, America's Got Talent, the, the new episode, and they had a comedian on there. And she was talking about like how like random, like super old people in, like you knew like way back in the day, like start adding you on Facebook. Like mm-hmm. what's new? And it's like, I knew you before I had hit puberty. Like a lot of shit's changed, bro. Like I'm not going to like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> like, like, how do you, how do you catch somebody up? Like that you haven't talked to in like 20 something years. Like, yeah. bro, so much shit is going on. Especially if you like make moves. Yeah, dude. Like, what am I going to tell you? Every fucking thing that's gone on, like every little thing. Yeah, we went to college, went to play football. Like, there's too much shit, dude. Yeah, let's let's just move on. Pretend like my family never asks me what new. Every time anyone who I haven't talked to in a while is like, "Dude, what's been going on? How's life been?" I'm like, "Oh, good. <laughs> must good. Like, I'm not bad." I mean, you could talk forever about it. Like, how 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 in depth do you want me to go with this? Yeah, like, but how in depth do I even want to go? Yeah, into like it, that's know? the thing too. It's like. Somebody will do that. Like, why? What, what? Like, what's new? What's going on with you? And I was like, a lot of shit, dude. I don't really. It's just a lot of shit. I don't really want to get into it all. I was, I was. I don't have the energy for this, dude. Every time someone's like, "What's been up, dude? What have you been up to?" I'm always like, "Tons." That's always my. I'm like, "Tons of stuff, dude." All it's always yeah. doing stuff. All you gotta, time. you gotta be a little bit more specific. Yeah. Like, what are you doing for work now? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> like yeah. Re- retry. <laughs> or I'm gonna say At, tons again. Let's let's narrow down the questioning a little bit because. Yeah. Too broad right now. <laughs> I mowed the yard today. Like, what do you want to know? Well, yeah, like, how, I played how some detailed. video games. After that, I fucking went and took a shower. I, sh- I, I shaved. I ate 2,000 calories today. Uh, and like, two things specifically. Like, I went and bought some Swiss rolls. I ate the whole pack. What do you want to know, dude? I don't know. Stop judging me. <laughs> They're like, I just said, what's up, dude? I'm like, I was just saying. I, I really was just being nice. <laughs> That's the thing, too, is like, do you really care or are you just being nice? Like, because we ran into each other and now it's like awkward if we're just like, hey, what's going on? And like, peace and like, like walk on. I'm pretty genuine. Like, because I don't actually ask people like what's new very often, if uh, probably ever. Yeah. But if like I actually really care and I can tell they're not in a rush or in the middle of doing something, yeah. then I'll be like, dude, how, how's, I'll be like, how's life been? Yeah. What's been going on in life lately? Lately, you don't have to tell me the last ten years. Like the last week, what have you been? It's up like, to? well, I got divorced, and now I'm 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 seeing someone new. My kids hate me, but started like, this new job. It's like, like too much, dude. too much, bro. I'm too like, much. Let's, let's break it down into timelines. That's last another week. thing too. Would you ask somebody, like, what's new or like how are things? And they're like, oh, it's, it's terrible. <laughs> it's like, it's like, okay, well, just just lie to me a little bit because. I didn't actually care. <laughs> you're like, and and then you're like, fuck. Now I have to say why. <laughs> As a yeah, you have to say why. You have to ask. Oh, okay, well, and then you know it's going to be like at least a ten minute conversation. But the fact that they even because then you have to cold them you. a little bit. Yeah, you have to. If you don't, they're they're going to not look at you the same. <laughs> they're like, it's like actually life is so, uh, shitty, shitty right now, dude. Like it's it's terrible. It's like, oh, okay, man. Peace. <laughs> just leave them like that. Oh, I gotta sorry, go. You know, like, I'm like, dude, I, I just took go. my pre-workout. Like, I, I gotta hit the gym real quick. Dude, like, one time, dude, the funniest fucking thing happened. One time, me and my dad were we used to go work out at LA Fitness, and uh, we didn't have a membership there for a really long time because all we did was create new email addresses and get free week <laughs> trials. So for like two months, we're coming in with free passes, and they're like. Is it the same fucking people? How do they keep getting free passes? And one time they tried to, the, this dude Carlos tried to sign us up and we had both taken pre-workout, fucking itchy, ready to work out, ready to go. And he's talking, he's like, and he was like not a good salesman. Like he was like, so if you want to do, and I, and I cut him off. I was like, dude, I'm really sorry, but we just took some pre and it's fucking chest day. I'm trying to take the 120s for a ride on the incline. Like, dude, get the fuck out of my way. I gave you a free pass, which means... I'm free from listening to you talk to me about membership. Call me later, and I will not answer, but call me. Add me on Snapchat, dude. Oh, by the way, I don't have one, so. (laughs) 
Yeah, no, I hate, dude, awkward comp. Dude, Walmart conversations are the worst. Bro. Oh, man. They're Wait. so awkward. And you're like walking and they're still talking and you're like, oh, dude, yeah, I have to go buy a, a TV now. Bye. That happened to me the other day. So like. Fucking happens every time I'm at Walmart. I, I ran into a client, right? Like an ex-old client. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, what, she, she was with her husband and like her husband never really liked me because like when I used to train at Club Northwest, like. I don't know. I trained I, a lot. I, I trained a lot. I trained a lot of like. I know exactly who you're talking about. I trained a lot of moms, mm-hmm. and for some reason, everyone's like, "Oh, like, because he trains a lot of moms. Like, he must be hooking up with the moms. Like, fuck yeah." So there was always like people just looking at looking at me like I'm a piece of shit. But anyway, so I ran into, and I was like, "Oh, I don't really want to." First off, we we're never really like friendly. Yeah. I trained you, and then on top of that, your husband. This is giving me a weird look. Also, so for sure don't want this conversation to go on. So, but it's just like, a, hey, what's up? Like trying to be nice, but like, let's not make this like a big conversation because yeah. I got to get my eggs and I'm kind of hungry and I want to leave. It's just like, your boyfriend know. wants, or your husband wants to fight me right yeah. now. Yeah. He does not like me. He actually tried to fight Dan at one point. If it is who I'm thinking, which I have a feeling I know exactly who it is. You do. Then. He he tries to fight everybody. Yeah, dude, you used to I used to he used to tell me about fighting people. That was like his favorite thing to talk about was fighting people. <laughs> Seriously, dude. I think I was one of those people that he wanted to. Probably, yeah. But anyway, it's just like I don't know. Like, you never run into somebody that like you actually. Every now and then you run into somebody yeah. and you're like, oh, I really would like to talk to you, and I'm genuinely interested. But yeah. like The Rock, or something. sometimes it's just like, like, hey, let's just. Let's let's not pretend this is something more than it really yeah. is. Like, let's go. Hey, it what's happens. up? Be nice to each other. Yeah, but we don't need to have like a full conversation. I think, I don't know. When I was in when I was in high school, like, I was a bigger dude. I was like muscular for a high schooler, and I had a fucking beard or a goatee, and I was a good looking kid. I was look thirty, and I yeah, I look thirty, right? But but in high school, like everyone knew who I like. People who weren't my friends. It wasn't because I was in sports or anything. Like. People fucking just knew who I who I was. Right. Like people are like, dude, Jay, Big Jay. Yeah, I know who he is. He's huge, right? To them. Yeah. And so all these random people who I've never met or talked to will bump me, bump into me and Kaya and Walmart and be like, Jay, dude, how are you doing, man? And I'm like, good, dude. What's up? What's your name? How what, how are you, man? <laughs> good to see you. I always end it with it's it's great to see you, man. I'm glad you're doing good things in the world. And then you're like. We're done here. And then we walk away and she's like, you know him? I'm like, no clue who that was. <laughs> I'm like, I think his name's Tom. I don't know. Fucking who is I don't even, I've never seen him before. It's like one of those kids who used to stare at me from across the courtyard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which it's called the quad, but I always call it the courtyard. It's, because school was a prison. That's always the worst when you run into somebody and you're like, you don't know who they are. <laughs> they're but just, they're like genuinely happy to see and you. And like super up to date on your life. Yeah. Like they watch all your stories and like and know the, everything. It doesn't happen that much. Like generally if I run into somebody from like social media, like it used to happen a fuckload when I worked at I worked at this club. And I was the door guy at this at this nightclub. Oh yeah, I bet, dude. And everyone would always be super drunk and like, oh man, like let's be best friends with the door guy. And I'm just there like, fuck, I don't want to deal with your drunk ass. Like, but like have to be sociable or whatever yeah. and then like immediately forget about them and then like the next next day they're like james what's up man and i'm like i don't know who the fuck you are you're like you're still paying to get in yeah like hey man how's it going dude, that's why i call hey bro i always call everyone bro dude man i'm always like dude bro what's up dude and they're like they're like just stoked that they think that yeah. I remember them, right? Yeah. Or know who they are. They're just like fucking filled with joy. And then, yeah, I, like I said, as we walk away, I'm like, who the fuck was that guy? Yeah. Because they're always like, I see you having a kid. I'm like, yeah, dude. But it's never, it's never anybody that like I should know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. it's always like I don't want people to think that like, oh man, he called me bro the other day, and like I call everyone. No, bro. I like, call you. I don't think yeah. I even call you James. Or it's weird calling people. I call everyone bro. It's it. I know the people I'm, I should know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there are some people out there that, like, Suck. are just, like, overly friendly and, like, want to be friends with you or, like, they want to be friends with you because of something that you know. Like, they're just trying to, like, mm-hmm. use you. They're not, like, actually trying to be your friend. 
and I don't know those people for the most part. Like, so if I if I know who you are, and I should know who you are, I know who you are. When I when I see someone like when I see someone I went to high school with who I wasn't friends with for no reason other than just we just weren't we just didn't hang out in the same yeah. group or whatever. They'll we'll like always recognize each other because we'll know of each other, and I just won't even say anything. I'll just like walk by and be like, <laughs> I just keep walking because like we weren't friends. We weren't friends in high school, I don't so give why two are we shits about what you're yeah. doing? Looking at candles at Walmart, you know what I mean? Let's be friendly. So okay, yeah, I, but here's I, the nod. I appreciate and respect. But you. let's not pretend this is more than it really yeah, is. Like, but we're not friends, dude. I don't like. I don't care about what you've got going on right now. You know what's funny though? What? Now that I, as I'm getting older, like, cause I'm like way out of high school now. Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of the people that like, I was like not super close with in high school are like the most supportive people mm-hmm. of what I'm doing now. You know what I mean? Like, like we weren't like super close in high school, but they're like the most supportive people now. It's kind of interesting. Like how some of like the people I was like super, super close with are like, like I don't, like I don't hear from oh, them as man. much. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like some of the people that was like, like we were acquaintances or like we were friendly, but like we weren't like, like hanging out every weekend kind of thing. But like some of those people are like the most supportive. Like, oh man, like when Gunsmith was going, they're like, oh man, love Gunsmith. Like mm-hmm. buying shit. Like thing, need man. to support it. Like try to support it. And so it's it's interesting to see that sometimes. You know, that I dude I constantly think of that all the time because like i had like a, a really good friend of mine who <laughs> for whatever fucking reason just does not fuck with me at all anymore yeah like, just kind of like i don't know what the fuck happened yeah or like we talk like every once in a while or some shit but like it's always like super brief and just like like you're for feeling forced to talk to me yeah and uh, like unfollowed me on Instagram and just doesn't like any like not, none of my shit. Yeah. Like he doesn't like any of my shit. He doesn't comment on any of my shit. He doesn't like my fucking Facebook posts. He doesn't like my fucking tweets. He doesn't like. I'm like, what did I? Like you used to be like the first person to like my shit, and we used to be like boys. And you don't even you don't even fucking support anything I'm doing right now. You you know what some of that is though? It's weird. Some of that is is those people aren't like they're like. They're negative people, mm-hmm. and then they see that you are so close to them, right? Like you guys are tied together, mm-hmm. and they see you making moves to like improve your life and 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 be better, and like you're doing really well and you're doing all this great great stuff, and they're not doing as well, or they're not making moves, or they're not where you are at, mm-hmm. and so they kind of end up resenting you because they were so close to you at the beginning. Like, you guys, like, basically started at the same spot, yeah, yeah. and here you are elevating and doing all this shit to make yourself better, and they've kind of, like, plateaued or maybe they've gone down. It's like, And so those people that are closest to you, if they're not, like, the greatest people to begin with, mm-hmm. you know, they end up resenting you because of the positive. So the, and it's, 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 it's a shitty thing, but it happens, you know? Yeah. Like, people... Not everyone is a great person, you know? Yeah, it's... It, it, dude. Jealousy is a real thing. It literally, like, blew, like yeah, dude, the day he unfollowed me, I was like, what, dude? Yeah. He like, tried to tell me he didn't use... He's like, dude, I'm just not really on Instagram anymore. He posts every day. <laughs> literally, literally every single day, there's, like, a story or, like, a post, and I'm like, yeah, dude, you're not ever on social media anymore? Sick. Well, you know what? You don't... It's it's good though. It's good because it kind of weeds itself out. You know what? Yeah. You don't need those people. You need people around you who are a supportive and b doing things with their lives mm-hmm. to be, be better. It doesn't matter what that is. You know, they could be fucking a janitor cleaning up like baby Poop. shit, baby shit all day. You know what I, I mean? Be cleaning up baby shit. Maybe the worst fucking job you can think of, but if they're trying to be a better the best of that at that or they're trying to elevate their career or they're trying to do something to better their life that's who you need around you but you don't need people that are just fucking negative and and not doing things with their lives like you are the the sum of the people that you surround yourself with if you're surrounding yourself with shitheads and negative fucking people you're gonna be a negative fucking person oh yeah well and you know what's funny dude is like something that i've noticed or something that i've realized is like 
most people who are really trying their best and working their hardest to become like better yeah. as a person, better in life, better in whatever, anyone who's trying to like really truly better themselves and their lives is also going to be supportive of anyone else trying to do the same 100%. thing. 100%. No matter, and it doesn't even matter if like, like I'm trying to be better, right? I would say that you're probably in a better spot in your life than I am in mine right now, but I would never ever be like, fuck you, James, you're doing better than me. You know what I mean? I'm always yeah. like, any move you make or anything you do that's helping you get better, no matter how small or no matter how big, I'm like, fuck yes. Like, I want everyone to like have that feeling of like being successful or everyone to have that feeling of I'm accomplishing something today. And if you aren't doing that, then whatever, I don't really, I don't really care. But, but like, why would I ever, why would I ever cut somebody down for for bettering themselves be i don't even consider being better than me or having a better life you know what i mean like it's yeah. just like you're just doing good for yeah. yourself that's well all anyone like, should care and about. that's another thing too is like like rooting for some people that you that are around you to do better mm-hmm. like that's like a spiral it's like a it's oh, like yeah. it's a it's a contagious thing like once somebody around you starts doing better you elevate your game to try to catch up to them or you elevate your game to, you know, oh man, so-and-so, you know, like is making a move that's doing, that's, that's improving their life like this, man, I need to step my shit up too. Like I need to start making even more moves. Mm -hmm. So it's like, and then you start doing better. And then like, 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 let's say I'm, I'm doing something, start starting a new company. Like you're like, oh man, fuck yeah. That's awesome. James is doing that. You know what? I need to start elevating my shit too. Like, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna start doing this or whatever. And then I see you start succeeding. I'm like, oh, you know what? Jam- Jeremy's yeah. making some fucking moves too. Like, I need to elevate my game even more. Like, mm-hmm. and it kind of feeds off each other. Like, and if that's what you need from your circle, yeah. like your circle needs to constantly be growing. It can't. You cannot stay the same. You, there is no such thing. I, I had an old coach, and he would tell us this all the time. He's like you're either getting better or you're getting worse. Like there is no staying the same. Like it is impossible to stay the same forever, mm-hmm. right? You're either getting better or you're getting worse. Like, cause if you're not getting better on a daily basis, you're getting worse. Yeah. And how you get better. Staying, staying the same is getting worse. Oh, absolutely. And how you get better or how you get worse is like completely up to you. You know? Yeah. Like you can wake up and say like, I'm going to not do anything today and not do anything productive when you know that you probably should, or you can wake up and you can do that productive shit, knock it out, have whatever rest of the day to do whatever shit you want. And it's just something I, obviously, you know, like I've struggled fucking for ever. It seems like with like procrastinating still sometimes, but you're way better at it than you are. And that, and that's the biggest thing is like, and it goes back to what we were talking about with the big goals, right? Getting better on a daily basis doesn't have to be some giant fucking thing that like, oh man, like I invested $10,000 in a new business. Like doesn't have to be that. It could literally be, I'm going to wake up 30 minutes earlier today. Or I'm, I'm going to do a little bit of cardio this morning. You know what I mean? Like, do a 9 a.m. CrossFit workout. Right. I'm going to eat less carbs t- tomorrow. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to look up, you know, um, some information on how to start this business or I'm going to look up some information on some certification that I'm going to get yeah. or, you know, going back to school, I'm going to, I'm going to at least contact and reach out. Like little fucking things like that's still getting better. Oh, yeah. It that's doesn't step, have to be, that's a step somewhere. Dude. It doesn't have to be like drastic fucking massive fucking moves every day. Like that. And that's not what we're saying. Cause that's not sustainable. It's not mm-hmm. sustainable to make massive fucking moves every day. Right, you can't fucking just take huge leaps every day. No, it's just unrealistic. It's unrealistic. There's not room for you to do that, and it's also not sustainable. Like, because because at a certain point, you're going to get to a point where it's like there is no more massive moves I can make at this point. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's literally just small things. Like, literally, hey, I'm gonna, you know, like as small as this. Like, hey, I want to build up my social media. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow, I'm gonna make five Instagram stories. Where I'm talking, right? Like you had that thing where you're like, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna talk on my <laughs> yeah. story every single day, right? That's yeah. a little fucking thing, though. Yeah. But it's like a little thing. Mm-hmm. So that could be your one move that you're making to improve yourself. Obviously, we'd like you to link a few of those if mm-hmm. it's something small like that. Yeah. A few of those a day, but well, even like uh, it doesn't have to be something major, though. 
even like check this out guys like it's even as small as like say you wake up you leave the house you never make the bed seems silly but you never make the bed right uh-huh. one day you wake up every day i wake up i'm gonna make the bed yeah that's seems it's that is probably so fucking tiny yeah but that's a big deal and you don't realize that by making the bed you're create you're improving like organization skills you're improving like certain skills that you have you are improving yourself on on like instead of just saying ah eh, it'll i'll let it go you're now like okay i'm i'm going to do this i've been doing this right so maybe it'll go from i'm going to make the bed to i'm going to make sure to do this today and then that'll be i'm going to make sure to do this too today yeah. and then like fuck this is like breathing as easy as breathing i might as well do all this fucking shit every fucking day you know it's I mean? like and then all because you decided one day i'm going to make the bed it's it's holding yourself to some accountability right mm-hmm. like i'm going to change i'm going to make the bed every day but it's also like checking something off your off your list, yeah. right? So it's like literally like, hey, I'm gonna make my bed every day. That's my checklist. Like that's number one on my checklist. So every day I'm waking up, I'm checking that off the box. And one of those things about like like checking that off, and like even if you had like a physical list where you were like writing and like mm-hmm. checking off, made the bed. That like there's a there's a chemical process in your brain from doing that that is a rewarding factor Mm -hmm. like you start feeling better you start feeling more accomplished and that snowballs into oh i'm crushing it right now let's check something else off Mm -hmm. you know it becomes addictive like i'm gonna check this off i'm gonna check this off and like you become addicted to checking things off Mm -hmm. that list i do no it really does like i remember i had like what did i have i had i had like orientation for school like two weeks ago and so like i worked two jobs and so I worked, went to work, went to my first job, got off my first job, went to my second job. So from like 6.45 to like 8.30 at night, I worked. Like yeah. 6.45 in the morning to 8.30, I worked yeah. all day. Next day, worked till like 4 o'clock, got off, went straight to school. It was there till 8. Like another day where I was just like full. And then I came home and I like did the dishes, started a new load of laundry, put away the old load of laundry, cleaned up and picked up a little bit. I was like, dude. I did a lot of shit. And, and like you they, felt good. I felt great. I like laid down and was like, try to complain about something now, Kaya. Well, no, you, but but really though, you, you know. You laid I mean? down and you probably like, dude, I earned this now. Yeah, exactly. Like you felt good you felt you felt guilt free probably laying down watching some TV. I think that a lot of the time when people feel like shit when they're relaxing is because inside they know they don't deserve to relax. Like inside they know that there's something that they they could be doing to better themselves or better something in uh-huh. their day or future and they're not doing it and they're relaxing instead. Would you agree? I agree a hundred percent, dude. And, and I, I never thought I, about I that. Feel, till right I feel now, that dude. the same it's the same way. Like some of the worst days of my week are those days when I don't do anything. Like mm-hmm. like Sunday. I don't work out on Sunday. Sometimes sometimes I meal prep. Sometimes I'm editing. Sometimes I'm doing something. But for the most part, Sunday is pretty chill. Like I don't have a whole lot going on. And those are like the days where the day drags. And I feel so terrible at the end of it. I feel like, dude, I didn't do shit today. Like, like I feel guilty. I had a day. I had a really, I had a good Saturday, I think. It was a Saturday where... Like I knocked everything out, dude. Like, every, like my whole week was fucking. It was that. It was the Saturday of the week that I worked and went to school and did all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like, I and I picked up around the house and we mowed and did all that stuff. Like, dude, I felt fucking fantastic. I was like, you know what? I have done so much. I deserve to relax for at least, like, at least a couple hours. Yeah. So for a couple hours, like three hours, I'm gonna just hang out, not do much, and then at the end of that, that I'm like, I'm gonna go to the gym. I'm going to make sure that the house is in order before I leave. And I'm going to go to the gym. And after that, I'm going to come back home, pick up again if I need to pick up. Because yeah. the house gets dirty for no reason at all. It's weird. But it was, it was like, really good. And and before, when I would sit down to play games, I would, like, feel guilty. Like, yeah. And I do that sometimes. I'll, sometimes if I've had a really long day, I'll come home and try to relax. And Kyle will make dinner. Or she'll, like, be picking up around the house. And I'll be like, do you need any help or anything? Knowing I should help, yeah. and she's like, "No, it's okay. Just do your thing." And I'm like, playing. And as I like, as time goes on, I'm like, I should be doing. Oh, I really should just be helping her. But then I'm like, no. She said it's okay. But then I'm like, 
I really should be sitting on the couch right now. So you don't actually get to enjoy that relaxing. Exactly. Thing. So then I just stop because yeah. I'm not even enjoying what I'm doing. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, babe, I'm going to go put the clothes away. I'm going to yeah. just, I know you don't need help. Do something. I'm going to just, just do it. Or I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Do that. But yeah. yeah. I'm going to fix the deck soon, dude. It's going to be sick. Well, I think it goes back to like when, when people take off days, like people talk about off days. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you need an off day, but it, it needs to be like an active. Like I talk about it all the time when it comes to working out. Like, don't take a full off day. Take like an active rest day. Go for like a hike or a walk or something. Because if you're just sitting around, like that's the worst thing for your body. Your body doesn't want to just sit around. Like you need to do something. Like earn your rest day. Like you don't have to work out all day or you don't have to work all day. Like take take a day to like rest like recoup. but do a little bit first like do like some meal prep or do like some a little bit of cleaning around the house or you know go for a walk go for a hike do something productive active and then enjoy the rest of your day mm-hmm. like don't just sit at home sleep in potato out and fucking watch netflix all fucking day plus because you're gonna regret that oh you will you'll actually have a bad day yeah uh, plus, if you think about it, like in a way, forcing yourself to not sit on the couch and like play games or watch Netflix or play on your phone and doing the stuff you should be doing is almost like kind of getting out of your comfort zone because you really you don't necessarily want to you do don't it. really want to clean, but you know you should, but you don't want to. So you have to tell yourself, I'm not gonna do this. I'm gonna. It's like really you're super gonna, tiny. You're, you're gonna you're gonna be thankful that you did it. Exactly. And you're gonna be like, you know what? I'm really glad I did that. I'm gonna do it tomorrow because I actually felt really good doing that. And it's it's a it's a snowball effect. Oh, dude. It, it, Chain reaction, man. That's how you change your life. Uh, there's a thing. There's like a what was it? Uh, God, I don't remember her name, but in school we learned about her. Uh, she was killed in like a, a shooting or something like that. And she wrote like this journal, and it was fantastic, and it had to do with like being a joyful person and spreading like love and kindness to people. And it's like talked about how she wants it to be a chain reaction and she wants everyone to treat everyone that way. And like that applies to everything in life that you do, mm-hmm. not like love and kindness, like, but like you just do it like one time and then like you continue to do it. And then it starts like, it's like then you'll do it. And then people around you who know you are clo- close ones, depending it on what you're doing, yeah. will be like, Oh, he's doing that. I'm going to start doing that too. If they don't already do it. Right. Yeah. Like if, if they don't clean and you clean, then they're like, I'm gonna start cleaning too. Yeah. And then they're or they won't there. do it, and then you can know, oh, I should maybe distance myself from that person because yeah. that person's kind of dragging us down. Like, that person doesn't mop. Uh, I don't think I want to be there for anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, that tells a lot about the person. If they're not trying to do something that's gonna better themselves, like you don't need them around. Mm-hmm. That's what's great about Kaya is she's like always doing the just. Random shit. All, like she never. She's like never not doing something like that. Mentally makes her feel better. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll come home and the house will be a fucking mess, but only because she's like organizing, reorganizing everything, or making things easier to find, or making things more accessible, or organizing the whole fridge so it's more aesthetically pleasing and easy for me to find where the ketchup is, or cleaning yeah. off the deck. Like a couple days ago, she like cleaned the whole deck and like. Our our dog has like a big ass like outdoor kennel thing with like a dog house attached to it, so that way when it gets cold she can go inside. Yeah. And she like cleaned the whole thing out and like made it look all pretty and nice and put like a pool in there. And I'm like, fuck, dude, nice. It's cool. Making moves. Yeah. Shout out Kai. The usual Kaya shout out. Right. Shout out Kingston. Uh, hopefully you are due due today, dude. Because uh, we're fucking. That'd be away. gnarly if you came today. It's his due date. Yeah, but- how often do they just come out? And I was yeah, I was late, and I hear. Well, I don't know. I kind of get mixed things, but I hear that first pregnancies are a lot of the time they're late. Yeah, but who knows? She's just having a natural. Well, yeah, no C-section or anything. No C-section. Um, yeah, I would. Out. I would hate for her to have a C-section because I hear that it takes a lot of like the emotional, the emotion out of out of it because you're not like witnessing. Like that's like that's like something special, right? Like giving birth. Yeah. Like you're like, oh my god, like this person is going through all this pain to like like bring life into the world, but like when you get a C-section, they're just like numb, slice, 
we're going to let you see your baby for two seconds. Then we're going to take him into the ICU and make sure that he's like doing okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He or she. And then you see your baby like 20 minutes later and you're like, oh, hi. Love you. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I hear anyways. Hmm. I don't know. Couldn't tell you. I just think. I know. One day you'll be a papa. I'm not trying to watch be that. Uncle though. Mooney, dude. I'm not trying to watch that, though. I saw it knocked up. That shit scarred me. <laughs> dude, it's groaning. I watched <gasps> it. <laughs> I watched, uh, we watched Cardi B's video when she's giving her giving birth to culture. She, like, has it on Instagram. It's not, like, graphic, but it's just her in the room. <laughs> she's like, fuck, <laughs> fuck, it's fucking sad. And I'm like, dude. That's fucking funny. That's gonna be I, Kaya. Like, That's only, gonna be Kaya. Dude, Kaya's gonna be raging. God damn it! I, I can see it now, dude. She's gonna like squeeze the fuck out of your hand, dude. She's gonna break it. I have to. I have to call into work. I'm like, hey guys, um, I can't take maternity leave, but I am gonna need like, I'm gonna need a couple days off because Kaya broke my hand. Yeah, I only have one working finger right now. They're like, you're gonna stage anyways. I'm like, mm, one hand, so I can't do it. Oh man, that'd be crazy. Let's see. Hopefully, hopefully he comes today. That'd be cool, dude. If you call it there, dude. There's oh, have, are we already? It's been like an hour. Oh shit! I gotta go use the restroom. <laughs> well, guys, that chicken worked its way through. <laughs> yeah, you gotta update your your late night Snapchat, anyways. Oh yeah, that premium snap. Premium, you guys Five bucks a month. Five bucks a month, dude. You'll make like ten dollars a month. Make zero dollars. I'll make negative five dollars a month. <laughs> you might be surprised. You should just try it. I don't want to do that. Don't even post don't anything on there. Inv- I don't want to involve people like that because that sounds awful. Anyway, appreciate you guys for listening. Let me let us know what you guys think of this episode. Kind of, we didn't talk about any current events or anything. We kind of just went on a rant, and I, I think it was pretty good. She came out pretty solid. Yeah, yeah, like solid so, time talking about certain like, specific topics. Yeah, let us know what you guys think of this episode. Uh, make sure you guys share, tell a friend, all that good stuff. Tag us if you're listening to the episode on Instagram. And visit notfortheweek.com. Yeah, visit notfortheweek.com. Send Jeremy some wishes because by the time you guys listen to this, hopefully Kingston will be here. I'm assuming probably it'll be probably what two weeks. We might drop it next week. We'll see. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah, check out notfortheweek.com. Tell a friend, like the podcast, let us know what you guys think, and check out some older episodes of Not For The Week, because we got some pretty good guests in the last month or so. We got uh, Adam Von Rathfelder, uh, Kelsey Horton, Kelsey. John Anderson, a bunch of really cool guests. So if you missed any of those episodes, check them out. And yeah, I'll talk to you guys next time. Peace. Stay savage. <laughs>